need your daily fix of golf and you need someone to talk about it golf talk yeah let's just let's just go ahead and start talking about golf the the colonial this this weekend is is happening as as a child i i remember watching this event uh, I don't know why it, it's just another event on the tour, but this this has been around for a long time, right? I don't I don't feel like all, you know, how how many how many tournaments are are played uh, this year that have been playing for for thirty years at the same location? You know, they might have changed the name. This 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 uh, this course has been around and this event's been around for a long time. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely hundred percent right about that, Greg. Uh, this is like. One of the most Finally. classic fucking courses on tour. Well, Jim Nance is going to be there, right? I feel like you know Jim Nance is going to show up. It's going to it's it's a real tournament. Yeah, I think I saw him like sixty two hundred bucks on DraftKings. Jim Nance, I wish that would be really fun to to have like some kind of you know announcer. Fantasy you know, lineup, fantasy you know, league. conclusion. Yeah, you would be their number one customer. Somehow the announcers get scored on a performance basis, right? And then you've got your team of announcers, and you can listen into the games, and you can root for your guy. Well, let's. Who who else is who else does the CBS have that besides Nance that you can name on their uh, on on their their roster? On CBS. Yeah, the CBS roster. Who who else can you? Can you reel off for me that you you think would be underrated? Oh, I don't watch golf on TV. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, so last week they had uh, Nick Nick Faldo was on, and, and I, you know I think I, I'm not really even sure if if Nance is going to be there this week because he was he wasn't there last week, at least not on on the, the round that I was watching. I think it was Sunday. They had Nick Faldo in the in the, in the on, on the desk at the table. You know they have like those big platforms and they have, they have people yeah. sitting at tables on top of these platforms. It's really it's really interesting technology. With but they had Nick Faldo and I don't even remember who the the host was. So I, I don't know. I Nick Faldo is you know he's not bad. But anyways, let's talk about golf, the actual golf event. Well, okay. Uh, no, go ahead. Did I interrupt? Did well, you have more more to add there? I forgot part, but they had George Bush there last week, and I think. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Johnny yeah. Pepper. George Bush was like pretty charming. I thought. Um, seems like he's doing really well. Uh, and then, he's a charming guy. He got he got elected as president. It requires a certain amount of charm to be elected president. Uh, Dottie Pepper, I saw her live at the Players. Um, big fan. Uh, that's that's yeah. fun. Did you get her autograph? Uh, no. That's unfortunate. No, she was busy working, dude. I'm not gonna interrupt, nice lady. Just All right. Kind of like put some food on the fucking table for kids, and you don't need someone coming up harassing her like that. What about during commercial breaks? Oh, that's when, dude. I mean, I thought you worked in media. That's when most of the work gets done. Yeah, the, I, I know. That's that's a bad joke. Scenes. Yeah, I mean that's the real. It's a bad joke. Sleeves up and get. I know. I, I I don't. I didn't mean that. No offense. Anyways, the the, the event this week. There's a golf tournament <laughs> happening at the Colonial. One of my favorite things that I, I like about the Colonial is is the the scoring par seventy. When I go golfing myself, 
and I go play 18, if I if I'm if I'm looking at the scorecard and I see I see a 70 on it, I'm thinking to myself, man, this is going to be an easy day if if there's no you know, if it's it must be a shorter course, right? That that's how I look at it. That's how this event is, right? Yeah, it's shorter because there's two less par fives. So I don't know. I mean, exactly. Yeah, but 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 par fives are generally your like scoring holes. So I mean, they really trend harder. But it's all it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the field is averaging one under or twenty under. I mean. Doesn't matter. I, I that's think what I was. That's, that was kind of my point, though. Was like I didn't really. I don't really understand when people, you know, they they, they say that there's the scoring is going to be lower. It's going to be a big difference in the tournament. What does that matter? Like, who cares? At the end of the day, it's whoever puts the ball in the hole and the least amount of strokes. Yeah. So the one angle is like if you have somebody who predominantly scores on par fives. And they, you know, only have two par fives instead of four. They're kind of fucked. But uh, most of the guys in this field, well, they'll just be scoring on par fours then, though, right? On, on those longer par fours. Yeah. What about scoring on longer par fours? Well, wouldn't that wouldn't that just if if if, if guys are known to be scorers on par fives? Yeah. Wouldn't that just sort of roll into the concept of them being able to score on long par fours? And when I mean score, I mean, you know, score less than your opponent. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Um, fucking, and I'm, like, referencing, like, people in general here. For me, like, I give less of a fuck. We all know this. Um, if we had listeners, they would know this. If they listen to the show every week since it started. Um, that, yeah, it, <laughs> so you, I think you're. I think we agree on that one. It's basically irrelevant. I, I just wanted to. I just think it's interesting that it's par seventy. People are talking about it. experts. Yeah. I happen to, to read read websites on the internet that that talk about the, these these daily fantasy contests. Golf experts. Uh, and and yeah, and they're experts, and and they're mentioning things like like par seventy. They're mentioning things like the the course fit, uh, the architect of the course. I mean that's really that's some really deep dive material there. Like I really feel like those guys are really putting in the time to really put together some quality, you know, expert analysis. Uh no, they're just filling fucking space. Like they need something to talk about. If it's not gonna be the weather, it's gotta be, you know, some horse shit. The architect, like, man, that sounds cool to talk about. Like get that shit out of here though, for real. Um. I mean, there there's some tangible things. Like, I mean, you do you read my course fit article on Roto Grinders? Uh, that's that's the holy grail. That's what you need to know about the course. Everything else is extraneous. Anything less, and you're not covering all your bases. And uh, you don't see me going into that kind of shit. Um, Does Roto Grinders know that you do a podcast? Nobody, actually, nobody knows that. Nobody knows. I feel like we have a couple of people who do listen. I don't know who they are. I, I have a. I feel like we have to remind on, on each a, other most weeks that we do a podcast. We do, we do. Yeah. I have to remind my. I have you know a, a couple of friends of mine who, uh, who enjoy listening to golf podcasts. I have to remind them about it. So. Yeah, I have friends that like really, really love golf, gambling, and sports podcasts. 
and they keep telling me like, oh yeah, I uh, bookmarked that. I'll listen to them sometime. I'm like, how are you missing this? This is fucking solid gold. I mean, oh, straight. It's fine. They'll figure it out. So, so they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's fine. No, okay, don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah, I so, get a little frustrated with that. But. What I'm saying. So let's let's get back to some golf analysis. You're you're in my book of, of golf experts. I mean, you're a paid employee at Roto Grinders. That's that's amazing. Someone pays you to to provide analysis, and and we're listening to you. I'd like to look at the list of golfers this week, and I noticed that Rory McIlroy is is the highest highest salary guy, and I, I just a couple of experts that I read uh, indicated that they would be avoiding McIlroy. That to me means I want to use McIlroy. Tell me why I shouldn't use Rory McIlroy this week <laughs> in my daily fantasy because contest on not, DraftKings.com. He's not fucking playing, man. <laughs> he's not playing I don't know I'm trying to figure out what's going on I think I think there's a pretty decent European contest this week too uh, and look I've looked into this a very limited amount myself but I believe that he's not in the PGA Tour one and that's the one that we're looking at uh the yeah, it's a Fort Worth Invitational, right? Uh, yeah. Fort Worth Invitational. Yeah. Hold on, let me go in the thing here. How's he not No, you this? know what? I was looking at the wrong article. I'm looking at the wrong article. Oh, okay. Forget what I said. All right. Rory McIlroy is not playing this week. Oh, okay. This is extremely informative to know that he's not playing. Hey, this is live radio, folks. Yeah, we're not editing this out. This is not going to be edited. <laughs> so last week's winner, last week's winner, Aaron Wise, is in the event. He's he's only 9,600. He's going to be highly owned, right? Uh, I hope so. Like, fuck him. I mean, I'm a big Aaron Wise fan. He looks great. I mean, I'm, you know, Justin Thomas is like the new DJ, and Aaron Wise is like the new Justin Thomas. Uh, just throwing that out there. Uh it's a lot of different uh, you know, transformations happening. I don't think I can keep up with that. Yeah. How do I how do time, I keep up with that? At the same time. Who's the Who's the new Adam Scott and who's the old Jimmy Walker? Uh, the new Adam Scott is is um Alex Noren, and you see the old Jimmy Walker. It's Jimmy Walker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You you figured out my my, my, my my trick question there. Good job. Yeah, um, yeah I mean I'm I'm on it. Um, so yeah, no, that's me. that's good. Come at me. Um, yeah, so this course, I think the interesting thing, real quick, backtracking. This is I got to get this off my chest before we move on. Fucking with the par seventy thing, I think like if the par fives is something that really fucks with your game. You're not gonna play this course. Like not you, you know guys are here. I don't know. You're not going to play this course. I think it's more of a factor in like a major championship where like, well, you're going to play the major even if the course like doesn't fit you. Um, here, people are here because they want to be here or them to a certain extent have to be here. Like, I don't know this, the extent of like sponsor stuff. Justin Rose said that um, he's only playing this course because of a PGA rule that you have to play one course that you haven't played in the past four years. 
or something bizarre like that. That's so, a great rule. That is a that is a really good rule. I mean, that means that. Well, when did they, they must have enabled that recently because I remember when the uh, when the the, the the tournament here in Colorado was was this was I don't know when they stopped playing here, but every year Tiger wouldn't play here. I don't think Tiger ever played here. Yeah. Oh wow, I, I can feel the bitterness coming through there. As a Rocky Mountain golf fan such as yourself, every year wanting to visit, you open up your newspaper every year, check out the field list. Every year. Scroll, I can see you He's tracing your finger down all the way through. It's in alphabetical order. you got to go all the way through to the W's. And right, like exactly. It's a long year, list. Every year, just crushed as your finger just trails off the page. Yeah, well, that's good Tiger to know. Woods. No, that's that's fuck a great Tiger rule. Woods, for real, yeah. No, I think he probably would have paid whatever fine or whatever in, to avoid coming there. Still, what's the, what is? Could you can you name another golf rule that's 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 been uh, that, that, along those lines? I don't really I don't really know much much about what the PGA does with their you know rules around their their events or their organization. Can you name another rule um, like that? I know that you're not allowed to ground your club head in a hazard. That's I think that's the only other golf rule. And I I just found out about the one tournament you haven't played in the past four years. I just found out about that like an hour ago. That was the second. What about ago. the the putter, the putting thing? Webb Simpson. I mean, his his putting equipment is is questionable, right? Uh, oh, he's doing claw grip, right? That ain't, that ain't no thing. How many guys do that? I think Adam Scott does it too, right? Well, Adam Scott's got the long putter, but he just, like, doesn't touch it to his chest. And Webb fucked with that for a little bit, but I think he went back to claw grip. Or, like, lately, I think he's been doing claw grip lately, like, during his resurgence. Whatever he's doing, he's like, I mean, I was saying this on the podcast, like, a month or two before Webb was on anyone's radar, I was like, motherfucker is legitimately done a 180 with his putting. And he's, yeah. he's kept it up. Who else has done a 180 with their putting? Jordan Speed. Like in the right direction or the wrong direction? Oh, no. Yeah, the, no, the wrong direction. Yeah, he's not putting well, right? No. He missed a, a two-footer last weekend. Yeah, he's done Did you that, see that a one? lot. A lot of his like woes have been stuff like that, which I don't know if it's to me that's got to be so easily correctable. Like it's like the the most absurd thing. It's like he's had more rounds under sixty six, like all these rounds under sixty six and shit. And it's like it's like all you need to do is go out and not miss. Four foot and under putts. Yeah, but like, wouldn't that? So let's say, let's. I mean, let's let's just let's just talk hypothetical here. Let's say he he makes those putts. Where are his putt ranks? Is he is he now an elite putter because he's made these? If he let's say let's 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 call him a. You know, a, a, a gimme from inside three feet or whatever range he's having problems with, where most guys don't. Yeah, like is he elite? Plug, Does he have plug all those strokes back in? Like, say you just plug in like, yeah. anything under four feet. Where is he at? I mean, right. that's a great question, and we have the technology to answer that. But 
So maybe we can talk about it next week, and 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 then while we're you know between now and the time of the uh, this event starting, you can you can figure that out, and we can use that to our advantage. But until until then, our our listener base of of four people will have to wait until next week. Yeah, you'll maybe have we to can come tweet back. about it. You'll have to come back next. Let's week. tweet. Let you know what I have an idea. Let's tweet about it. Let's tweet it out. The information after we figure it out. Yeah, tweet it out. And when I say we, I mean definitely, you. Definitely tweet that. Got it. Uh, that's that's great. I like that approach. He's number one. <clears throat> number one on your on not your on DraftKings salary list. How many? Let's say you make twenty lineups this week. How many? How many lineups do you do you put him in? Uh, something Th- like thirteen. Half. Four. At least he's going to be my highest owned player. Probably him or Patrick Cantlay. I mean, Steve Cantlay just dance with the horse that brought you. I don't really, you know, they're not going to be like massively owned and we're looking like under 20% owned. You I know, mean, they're not, they're known players, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, nothing to keep me off them. They haven't had hot results, so they're not going to get the, the, the top the top ownership. Yeah, I, think I'm, I think I'm with you on that. Those guys are straight juicers, two best tee to green guys in the field by a good chunk. Rom and Rose come in next. Uh, projection wise and Webb Simpson it's so much putting it's hard for me to trust it and he's coming in so popular I, I don't know you gotta fade somebody I'm still fading Webb Simpson over Spieth, Rom, Rose. Oh absolutely I feel like I feel like you, I feel like you have to almost definitely go against recent winners There's there's almost little I, I just you don't see it, right? You don't see guys come off wins and then come back and then do it again unless they're you know Tiger Woods circa twenty oh six or something where he's just the best golfer ever. Yeah, exactly. But, but th- those those days are gone. I think that's a big problem with Wise. Like I see it a lot with the guys that are like he's just secured his career for a couple years uh, as a guy like coming up. On tour, that's a big deal. He can really like kind of take a breath, take his foot off the pedal. You know, doesn't have to grind. Uh, you see it a lot where guys just kind of like they'll go six months and just kind of be fulfilling obligations on tour after they get that that thing locked up. Yeah, I I, I can't I can't agree more on that. So yeah, Webb's there. Uh a guy to avoid. Who who else are you avoiding? Who else do you just? I, and there's one name that comes to mind: Keith Keith Mitchell. Yeah, where is he at on this list? Is he playing? Oh, he's really high on the list. I went past. Now nah, I'm I'm on. You know what? That article, yeah. whatever I was looking at, was just out of bounds. Oh, I don't even know what I was looking at, man. From next year's yeah, next years or next weeks or last <laughs> weeks or something. I I really don't know what I was looking at. I I I, I don't really know why uh, an article would be mentioning Keith Mitchell. Well, fuck Keith Mitchell. Anyways. I mean, last week I said fuck Keith Mitchell and he did quite well. Um, I mean, I love the guy. He's great. It's just more of a thing, like I said, for the price and the ownership. You know. Uh, yeah. Let's wait for him to be back, like in the six thousand. Well, he's on the five. So this is why I was I was talking about him. He's on the 
He's on. You can bet on Keith Mitchell to win the tournament. So I mean, sports books are offering Keith Mitchell, but he's you can't you cannot use him on on DraftKings. So he's not, he's not playing. Is he actually playing? And sports books are allowing you to what's that? Is he golfing? I don't know. He's not available on DraftKings, so I'm assuming he's not. But I but I saw him on. Again, on 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 offshore sports books are offering a lot. You can get sixty six to one, right now five dimes. Are you sure? Dot EU. Um, this this tournament. Fort Worth Invitational. Yeah, it's for this tournament. Spieth is the is the odds on odds on favor to eight to one. Yeah, he withdrew two days ago for undisclosed reason. Well, that's unfortunate. I mean, he played really well last week. I know you don't like him. I don't really care about the guy, but I feel like you you were voicing his some displeasure towards his direction last week, and then he he shot out of his mind. Well, he's he really, played well. He yeah, wasn't just he's a fascinating golfer. It's just say yeah, like yeah, anytime these guys come up, you know, we've had a piece of Keith Mitchell a lot of weeks at one percent owned and sixty. Not last week. Yeah, because I lost like money last week. Eighty six hundred good. Serves you right. <laughs> what, you wish you had Keith Mitchell in your lineup? Anything but the lineups that I had. Anything but the lineups that you had. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, forget about Mitchell. He's not even playing this week. I mean, forget that guy. He's he's off my radar, so that's good. Well, anyway. I, Let's I, go. I'm, I, I like analyzing these odds. I don't, I, don't, I don't really bet these because I don't really know what I'm doing. But Keith Clearwater, you can get him for 1,000 to 1. Thousand what to one? One zero 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 dollars to one to one. No, $1. if you put a if you put a a one dollar wager on Keith Clearwater, you will return one thousand dollars. That sounds like a good he's, bet he, to me. I think he's got a one in one thousand. Is that what's the <laughs> Keith Clearwater? Sounds sharp. He's low. I mean, he's only played in one tournament this season, and he, he he didn't make the cut. Yeah, I got no number on him. Is How he, do you do that? Like what do you do with guys who are who are like this? What do you do? You just discard them? Do you do you do you poke around on the internet? If I don't know who they are, generally, uh, it's time for the whole of the week. It's like an old man. <laughs> yeah. He's he's, he's two, not new to the PGA Tour. Actually, maybe he is. He's just old. Former Colonial National Invitation winner in the spring of 1987. What? 14 under par. He won this tournament. That's why he's in it. Wow, that's impressive. Okay. Well, what he's played in, a, in, a, in, a, in an event this year. Yeah, maybe like something else he won. Oh, he's fifty-eight. You weren't kidding. He he look he doesn't look fifty-eight. He looks like he's. I would have guessed mid forties. Yeah. No, I mean, so he unless looks that like, picture is old. Looks like he can. Still that picture's compete. probably old. Looks like he can compete to me. Um. I I like it. Yeah, thousand thousand to one. I like it. I would There's an article on the internet from twenty fourteen asking the same question that we're asking right now. An article from twenty fourteen. 
literally as, as titled, Who is Cleve Clearwater and why is he playing at the Colonial this week? I mean, that, <laughs> and that's, from, that's, that's from 2014, four years ago. I know, you know, four years later, we were asking the same question. That, one one thousand to one. I mean, I I think that I think that's oh. accurate. He's he's not going to win this. Book it, book it in, dude. Book it in for two dollars. I'll accept your bet. I tell you what, I'll give you two thousand dollars if. It says, this is going to be something that we can we can tweet about about how cool we are about accepting bets amongst each other, and then this will be like the most hilarious thing ever that we're. When 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 Clearwater wins this and I and I owe you two thousand dollars, man, you can write it. You're gonna book my two dollar wager. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, I'm got. I got you. Two 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 thousand dollars. I already owe you ten dollars. Whatever. I'm I'm not really. I don't really. I don't. Not interested really in our. We'll take it out of the two thousand. That's fine. That's fine. That's acceptable. I I accept that. Well, plus. Yeah. Okay. I hope he wins it because, like I said, it's going to make for a really great blog post and potential tweet. Blog or vlog? Uh, uh, B is in Bravo. Bravo. Bravo log. Bravo. Is am I that hard to hear? Is it that unclear? <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Bro, yeah. oh, like Alpha Charlie Bravo Victor. Right. Yeah. Um, Who else do you not like this week besides besides Keith Mitchell? Name me some 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 enemies. Yeah, who's being like a straight up dick? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on Jimmy Walker. I don't know what where that came from. I mean, he's alright. I'm not paying ninety five hundred bucks for him. Um, you know, and he'll get drafted. Same with Bryson. I mean, he's just too popular. He's got some shit going for him for sure. But uh, man, I'm not going up against twenty plus percent ownership. Tough one to look at is old Gorillo. He's really popular, but he's. Got a pretty good number, sixteen rounds back now, and he's got a. He hasn't missed a cut in like forever. Yeah, he's got a tee to green game that has always been positive. Um, but so, but fucking, if he's gonna be twenty five to thirty percent owned, uh, in large tournaments, I don't know. He maybe still a fade. Maybe just throw them in a couple contingency, you know, heartbreak lineups. Like having like fucking. So. So when you say contingency, you mean like let's say it rains today as as a backup plan to that you know kind of ruining my day. I'm gonna I'm gonna insert him into my lineup and that's gonna make my day a little bit you know better because. Because he's in my lineup. Uh, I'm thinking more like insurance against like the grown factor of like, I mean, because we got a good number on him. Like he's a justifiable play. Like right, if he had a bad number, it'd be like a juicy fade. We got a good number on him. It's kind of like maybe I just want to ride what the field has of him and get different elsewhere. I know some 
prognosticators out there would disagree with me and they're like, you know, either fade him all the way or not. And I'm kind of like... Well, he's made he's made 15 cuts in a row. I mean, he's he's got... The, again, I don't know where this statistic is, is coming from. I'm just looking at DraftKings.com. Salary list, it happens to list cuts made. Yeah. Versus versus events made and he's 15 for 15 that, that, that leads the that's the highest amount of cuts made for somebody who's made all their cuts this year there's a handful of guys who have made all their cuts and he's the he's the, the leader in that category 15 we're talking about Grillo still right yep you know who I all uh, I, don't, I think I, I don't like this week just you know we're talking about people that we don't like for really no reason other than they, they just are annoying or they don't play well, their stats don't don't really stack up. I'm looking at Kucher. He seems like a guy that we typically haven't owned lately, widely owned across the industry of of of, of day to day fantasy. Fourteen cuts made out of fifteen events. Are you there right now? Mm-hmm. 